0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Previously on the Earth Rangers podcast, Earth Ranger Emma was in deep trouble. It was a big speech to tell me that I was being demoted to a desk job. But through quick thinking, she managed to get her boss number one to agree to a daring wager. Ryan and I will go on a whirlwind tour across the United States. It'll be a race, starting on the East Coast, headed west through as many states as possible. And there will be five legs on this race. At the end of each leg, both me and Ryan will check in with you, number one, to share our most amazing animal fact that we just learned. The better fact gets the point, and whoever has the most points at the end wins and will be the unchallenged new host of the Earth Rangers podcast. The first three legs of the race brought Emma from New York City to Virginia to Kentucky and the score is two for Emma, one for Ryan. Will our hero be able to hold on to the lead? Traveling ever westward, we find her now on board the express train to New Mexico. Adventure on, Earth Rangers. Hello, Earth Rangers. It's your old pal, Earth Ranger Emma, reporting to you live from compartment 4B on the Texas Eagle. (laughs) That's the name of the train I'm on. I've been traveling all night, but thankfully, I've had the whole compartment to myself. And I managed to catch some great sleep. (sighs) I woke up to the sound of the rails and a beautiful sunrise just as we were passing over into New Mexico. As you may remember, our assignment for this leg of the race is to find a truly unique habitat. I have to admit, I was a real stumper because, as you know, I've explored many habitats all across the world, and so is number one. So finding something that she would consider truly unique seemed, well, almost impossible. So, why am I smiling from ear to ear? Well, that would be because of you guys, my dear listeners. Once again, you were so kind with all of your comments on the secret show notes page. Uh, just seeing everyone rooting for me is truly inspiring but what was even better was that earth ranger sasha sent me an amazing tip on where i can find a truly unique ecosystem i am on my way to the petrified forest national park a petrified forest doesn't that sound so cool i mean what even is a petrified forest now i know that being petrified means an organic object turns into stone so petrified forest must be made of stone trees? Wait, does that even make sense? I can't wait to find out when I get there. Oh, who's this? Ugh, it's from Ryan. Hey, Slowpoke, still traveling? I'm already at my next destination. Getting a head start with my research. Check this out. Oh, he sent a selfie. Let me see. Oh, wow. Okay, that does look Pretty cool, actually. Hmm. I wonder where he is. Very nice. Where are you? Yeah. The Valley of Fire in Nevada. And then there are like 12 fire emoji. Hmm. Nevada? How did he get there so fast? And. Hey, wait a second. Is that an airline tag on his backpack? Uh, oh. When you lose, I hope you get a desk near a window, because that's the only way you are going to get to see any wildlife after this competition. Wow, classic Ryan. You know, I I should really let him know that... Oh. oh.
2: Hello. Hi. Is this compartment 4B? It sure is. Oh, great. Then I'm in here. Howdy, I'm Cole. How to do.
1: Hi, I'm Emma. Nice to meet you.
2: Pleasure is mine. So, where are you traveling to on this mighty fine day?
1: I'm headed to Flagstaff, Arizona.
2: Oh, nice. Well, lucky you. I think that's the next stop coming up in just 20 minutes or so. Me? I still have a long day of traveling ahead of me. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. I'm heading all the way down to Phoenix. Trouble is, I didn't even bring a good book, so this is going to be one boring ride.
1: Oh, that's too bad. Maybe I can help you pass some time. Do you like trivia games?
2: Sure do, ma'am.
1: And how good are you with animal facts?
2: Are you kidding? Bring it on, I'm a real nature buff. I eat animal facts for breakfast.
1: Uh, Well, that's a kind of weird thing to say, but okay, let's play a game. I call this one, Spot
2: the Fake. Oh, fun, how does it go?
1: So, here's what you do. I'm gonna name four animals, and you're gonna tell me which one is made up. Pretend, a total fake. You ready? I hope so. Okay, cool. let's see much you know about mice. Spot the fake. It's a fake. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Spot the fake. Is it the white-footed mouse, the canyon mouse, the brush mouse, or the painted mouse? Hmm? Which one of these did I just make up?
2: Oh, fun! Can I hear them again, please?
1: Sure. The white-footed mouse, Canyon Mouse, the Brush Mouse, or
2: the Painted Mouse. Hey, I'm pretty sure some of those little rodents live at this park where I like to go hiking with my paw. The Petrified Forest National Park. Oh, that's where I'm headed! Oh, cool! Okay, so, h- hold on. So, I've definitely heard of the White-Footed Mouse. I hear they are great swimmers and climbers. And I've actually seen a Canyon Mouse. They prefer to live in arid, rocky deserts. That leaves us with the Brush Mouse and the Painted Mouse, right? Correct. Okay, I've got a 50-50 chance. So, I'm gonna go with the painted mouse. I think that one is the fake.
1: (laughs) All right, bravo, cool. You nailed it. Good job.
2: Nice, thank you. That was fun. See, I told you, I love animal facts and stuff like that. Do you have any other games?
1: Sorry, not at the moment. But I think I know just the thing for you to pass your time while you're on your journey. You do? Totally. Here, check this out. It's the Earth Rangers app. It has a daily animal trivia game, tons of cool animal facts in the Wildwire blog, and if you want more fun and games, you can always check out the Creative Corner. This app has corners? (laughs) That's just what we call this area here. The little workbench next to your cabin. That's where you can find crafts, cooking recipes, outdoor activities, but there's also a ton of games and puzzles.
2: Okay, but how much does this app cost?
1: Oh, I almost forgot. That's the best part. It's completely free.
2: Amazing!
1: And you may want to check out the podcast section. You may end up seeing a familiar face there.
2: The podcast section? What do you mean? Announcement. Attention passengers, this train is arriving at Flagstaff Station. The platform
1: will be on your right. Thank you for traveling on the Texas Eagle today. Oops. That's me. Gotta run.
2: Bye! Okay, bye. Nice to meet you.
1: and let me tell you I was a little confused at first because newsflash petrified Forest National Park is not a forest (laughs) you heard me right there actually aren't any large trees at all neither made of stone or wood the park is actually well a desert the area gets very little rainfall in fact some months like June are statistically really dry We're talking less than five millimeters of rain for the whole month, but I think I found the perfect spot for number one's assignment because I've certainly never experienced a landscape like this before. It's almost otherworldly. I feel like I've landed on a whole other planet. When I look around, I see a lot of beautiful colors. The landscape is grassy in places, but mostly it's pretty barren and rocky. Definitely not a forest. Well, at least not anymore. Instead, there's a lot of petrified wood for you to see in the form of old down tree logs. Very old, in fact. <laughs> the petrified logs over here are over 200 million years old. Think about that. 200 million years? That means that these trees were young in the times of the plateosaurus. It's true. I read up on it and found out the reason they're still here today is because they never decomposed which is when dead plant matter gets turned back into soil. Instead of breaking down, the trees were buried quickly in an ancient river. Oxygen was cut off, so the decaying process slowed down a lot. Then, minerals in the water were absorbed by the wood over hundreds of thousands of years. The minerals replaced the organic matter in the wood as it broke down. That's petrification, when organic material is replaced by minerals and the fossil turns to stone. I'm standing right next to one of these dino trees, and looking closely, I can see, hmm, beautiful crystals of quartz, purple amethyst, and yellow citrine. Alright, let's hike on to see what else I can find. Stay tuned! <laughs> So now I'm approaching this huge space of rocky badlands that have eroded into all kinds of really cool shapes and formations. This specific site is called the Blue Mesa. The rocks are shades of blue, purple, grey, and white because of the minerals in them. A mesa is a flat-topped hill with steep sides. It's actually a Spanish word, and it literally means table. Of course, as an Earth Ranger, I'm wondering what kinds of animals live in a desert like this one. From what I've described so far, you may think there's not that much in the way of shelter or food, but you'd be surprised. Rocky outcroppings are a great place to live. And there are some patches of tough grass here and there. So, which animals do you think would thrive in an environment like this? If you said lizards, you're right. There's a good variety of them living here at the park including the New Mexico whiptail, the collared lizard, and the common lesser earless lizard. Lizards do well in desert environments like this one because they generally enjoy warm weather. Reptiles are ectotherms and use the temperature of their environment to keep them from getting too cold. If the temperature gets too warm, lizards can take refuge in the shade or even burrow to cool down. Wish me luck in spotting some of these cool creatures as I continue exploring. Success! I managed to take a really cool photo of an earless lizard basking in the sun. I'll make sure to upload it to the show notes page in the app later, so you can check it out. In the meantime, I've arrived at another cool site in the park. The Agate House. It's a structure that's made of petrified wood. It's rectangular in shape, it's called a pueblo, and it's a small house that we think people lived in about 700 years ago. Hmm. It's crazy to think how long ago it was built. and how well it's held up over time. Walking around the Agate House is like stepping back in time. You can see how the Pueblo people use the petrified wood to create their homes and get a glimpse into what life was like for them so long ago. It's really inspiring to think they were able to just build something so incredible with just the materials they had on hand. Can you imagine, Earth Rangers, what life was like here 700 years ago? This is awesome. Oh, can you hear that? Huh, it sounds like the call of a horned lark. Let's see where it's coming from. Hmm. Huh. It's over here on the other side of the building. Right where I left my backpack. Oh, uh, wait. It's coming straight from my backpack. Oh no. Oh no, that's no horned lark. That's my new phone alarm. I said it earlier to remind me that I have to call into HQ. Oh, yikes, thanks, thanks, i Um, okay, it's fine, it's fine. Let me dial in real quick.
0: Hello, Emma. Nice of you to join us.
1: Oh, hi. Uh, sorry I'm late. I, um... <clears throat> it's been really hectic here. Um, I've just been exploring the amazing sites of Petrified Forest National Park in Arizona.
0: That sounds really interesting. You must have some great info for me.
1: Uh, y- yes, but... Ryan, why, uh, why don't you go first? This time. Please.
3: Coming in first. That's the Ryan way.
0: Go ahead, Ryan.
3: Today I'm going to dazzle you with my knowledge of a venomous lizard that spends over 90% of its life underground. It's called the Gila Monster. (laughs) Gila Monsters are extremely cool. They're big, about 20 inches long, and weigh up to 4 pounds. But hold up! First, to make sure I don't miss my assignment again, let me tell you about this extremely unique habitat I have explored today. The Valley of Fire State Park in Nevada. It's seriously one of the most radical places on Earth. The whole park is like this crazy, otherworldly landscape of red rocks, sandstone formations, and ancient petroglyphs. It's like stepping onto another world or planet. And now, enter the Gila Monster. (laughs) These venomous lizards are perfectly adapted to live in dry environments. They are carnivores and they'll eat a wide range of food, anything from birds, eggs, to other lizards, to small mammals, like squirrels and rabbits. However, since Gila monsters store fat in their tails, don't move very quickly, their top speed is 1.5 miles per hour, and spend most of their time underground, they don't usually need to eat very often at all. Now, as I mentioned, Gila Monsters are venomous, but they don't have fangs, like snakes. When a Gila Monster wants to inject venom, it comes through the large, grooved teeth in its lower jaw. The good news is that Gila Monster's bites pose almost no deadly threat to humans. The bad news is that Gila Monster's bites hurt a lot. The take-home message? Leave this big lizard alone, and you'll be okay.
0: Well, thanks for that, Ryan. Excellent fact. I especially like the Gila monster's unique and striking coloring.
3: Yeah, right on. Its body is mostly black, with bright orange and pink markings that form a distinctive pattern that's almost like a puzzle or a maze. The bright warning colors signal to potential predators that the lizard is venomous and that they should stay away.
0: Exactly. Emma, you're up. I also got
1: some lizard trivia for you today. But my lizard has horns. In fact, it's called a short-horned lizard. Short-horned lizards are small. How small? Only 2.5 to 6 inches in length. These lizards are sometimes called horned toads because they have a definite toadish look to them. But make no mistake, these are no amphibians. Short-horned lizards live in dry and semi-arid environments, like deserts. And there's not just one type of short-horned lizard, there are over 12 different species in North America. Now, they definitely live up to their short-horned name. They have several horns on their heads and spines across their back. They're excellent at camouflaging and come in a variety of colors, yellowish, gray, or reddish-brown, depending on where they live. They're insectivores, and their preferred food is ants, but they'll also eat grasshoppers, beetles, and spiders. Since these lizards are little, they've got to defend themselves from many predators. And they've got a really cool ability. In fact, it's one of the grossest defense mechanisms I've ever heard of. You ready for this? They shoot blood from their eyes. Seriously, this is supposed to confuse would-be predators. And personally,
0: I think it would be quite effective. Well, isn't that interesting? You both picked a lizard today. That makes my job harder than usual. Hmm. The Gila monster is impressive. But the short-horned toad, on the other hand... Okay, I've made my decision. The winner of the fourth leg in the quest for the best is... Ryan. Yes! Ryan for the win! Oh, no. I'm sorry, Emma. It was a close call. But Ryan did a better job connecting to today's assignment, which was to consider the uniqueness of the ecosystem you visited. The score is now two points for Emma and two points for Ryan. You are tied. And since the next quest is your final stop, the winner of the next leg will also be the winner of the race. So listen up. Okay, kids, your next quest is a biggie. It's time to go big, And then go home. I want your final fact to be about the biggest mammals you can learn about. Any questions? Nope. I'm already on it. Uh, Me too. Then good luck, you two. The clock is ticking. Bye. Oh,
1: not good, not good, not good, not good. Not good at all. I can't believe Ryan caught up. And I only have one chance to win. His fact was so good, too. If only I'd had a little more time to polish my fact. Well... No use crying over spilled milk. Now everything rides on the new task. Earth rangers, I need your help more than ever. My last quest is to find something big. Specifically, a big mammal that can impress number one. Like, um, I don't know, an elephant maybe? No, wait, there's no wild elephants in the U.S., Emma. I'm positive about that one. Do you know a place where I can find large mammals? Something really impressive? Leave a comment on the show notes to let me know. Remember... You can only access the secret show notes pages from within the Earth Rangers app. We have to make sure that Ryan doesn't steal our ideas, after all. Just click on the radio tower in the mountains on your home screen to get to the podcast section. Together, I know we can win this race. (laughs) Until next time, and hopefully not for the last time. Thanks for listening, and keep on ranging! Bye! Earth <laughs> Hey, quick question for you. Did you know that you can have your very own Earth Rangers membership card? Yeah, just head over to the Earth Rangers app, sign up, and you'll get one in the mail. Oh, and don't forget to use code EMMA for 25 points.
0: And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.
1: Hey, animal lovers. Earth Ranger Emma here to tell you about my favorite app, the Earth Rangers app. By signing up for a free membership, you can access tons of fun content like daily animal trivia, puzzles, top 10 lists, and my podcast, of course. In the app, You can send me notes by commenting on the episode pages. I just love hearing from you. You can also complete environmental missions, do eco-friendly crafts, and help protect animals. And if you use the code EMMA in the code vault, you'll earn 25 bonus points to help you level up. Download today and I'll see you in the app.